The sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the sports gambling podcast. Use the promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. Welcome to the EPL show. This week, I'm introducing the show because Billy has no voice. Billy's been at WrestleMania, and no doubt he's been screaming his heart out at a load of men wearing spandex. So, Billy, let's have a go. How are you? I'm okay. This is actually a lot better than it was. Um, I, I I did do the... Um, I was going to do a WrestleMania preview show with Bang Odds for the SGP... I was going to do, um, I needed to do WrestleMania reviews for our other podcasts on Dirty Sheets. They're all, everything is getting done today. Um, <laughs> this is this is the best it's been. You sound absolutely awful. Do a little bit of spill in regards to our sponsors. Yeah, as per usual, everything that we give out here, you can bet on mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Just enter the promo code SGP50 for a 50% deposit bonus so as soon as you start you can't really lose in the first week because you'll have all the free money to go with i would deposit as big as possible to start with because you only get it once so open your account at mybookie.ag and you can do the bets that we give out here and hopefully we'll have ourselves a decent week despite the fact this probably won't be the best show based on the fact that i sound as i do (laughs) I think most people will probably quite enjoy it, enjoy it, Billy. It'll be a shorter show, and they won't hear you talking rubbish. <laughs> Listen, we just beat we just beat Man City and, and killed the and killed all the mythology. And oh, I know, I know. It's, it, it's, what an interesting week of football, eh? So, obviously, Man City two 0 up. Man City have won the title. Man United are awful. Jose Mourinho is going to get the sack. To a complete reversal. Then my, we my have... voice was going before WrestleMania was on Sunday and my voice was on its way out after the Man City United game. And what about the Champions League, though? Honestly, one of the best couple of evenings of football. Annoyingly, I didn't get to watch all of it all the time, having it in the middle of the day and having to work. I had to like watch a bit on my phone whilst I'm working, but just incredible, the comebacks. Champions League is a lot harder to find in the States than in the, than the Premier League was. Premier League is all on NBC. Yeah. And um, and it's on Fox Sports in the US. Fox and yeah, and Fox two, Sports yeah, 2, you, I don't get as part of my package. But one of them, the Barcelona one, was on Facebook. 
live so i watched right. the end of that i saw the scores and i was like what's going on here so i went on facebook live because i saw it was on that and i saw the roma goal at the end and i was like this is just incredible and then i was trying to follow juventus and i was like they tune it up free this is just ridiculous so i got online right at the end to see the the penalty and just absolutely incredible one thing's for sure that we've established billy was right man city are not the greatest team in the world yeah, <laughs> that was that, that, that. That's one to get out of the way. Another one is Liverpool. I said it, and I think Billy agreed with me when we did our picks just after the uh, the group stages before the draw was announced. Me and Billy actually went through, and we need to go back and get the recording of this. I think my, I think Paris Saint Germain and Man City were favourites or something, and we said this is. Ridiculous. I wrote them both off completely. And we said, no, we said Real Madrid are the favourites. I think both of us really fancied Real Madrid. And then I remember clearly saying it. I really fancy Liverpool as an outside bet on the day they can beat anyone. And I still feel they are a great bet. Yeah, my outsiders are, were Liverpool were still in it. And my pick is Real Madrid and they're still in it. So I do think that. Um, I, I, I do think that if Liverpool, Liverpool draw either Bayern or or Real Madrid, they will go out the next round. But, I don't know, but See, you never know. It could it could be Roma and Liverpool. So if Matt, if they keep the key players fit, Mo Salah on his day is capable of scoring one, two, three goals. They've got players in Mane is top top draw player that will scare any defense. Liverpool, yes. They've got a few issues, but Van Dyke and Lovren actually look a good pair. And I honestly feel as though Liverpool could win the Champions League. They've done it before, and I think when they did it before, they did nowhere near had the best team in the competition. They were very close to going out in the group stages. So it's made it a lot more fun. It's a great competition. Let's move on to the league then. Let's rattle through them because Billy's just going to give out. Yeah, just, one just one thing to say about it. Yeah. It's very rare that you have a year like this because Roma are interestingly the team that have the most to play for. They're in a scrap between third, fourth and fifth place with uh, with um, Lazio and Inter Milan. Roma sit in the middle at the moment in fourth and there's only one point between the three of them. The other three teams have absolutely nothing to play for. Real Madrid are going to finish second or third. I don't think they give a shit which which one they finish in. Bayern Munich have already won the league. And Liverpool are definitely going to be in the top four. And they don't give a shit if they finish second, third or fourth. So that means the three big teams are all going for it. Like, there's I think no... Roma will as well, though. I think getting to the Oh, they will. They will. But, but I... the others literally can have just... nothing, yeah. And I think that makes a big difference when, I talk about, when we talk about Liverpool in future games as well. Man City as well. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of teams that anything could happen. So we've got Southampton v Chelsea up first. And I were actually very happy with the way that we went about things last week. We're not great at the back, conceded three goals. But we, we, we set up defensively, but we made it hard for Arsenal. And I saw positives there. I think at home to Chelsea, Chelsea are a team in a bit of turmoil, to be honest. So I, I feel as though Saints could get a result here. So I'm actually going to say Southampton plus one on this one. Yeah, I I think Conti's job depends on the week after next week when we have the semi-finals. And um, yeah, I can see it's weird because I think both teams will get results that are more important games for them. I think 
Southampton might will get something here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the pick, and then Chelsea will just avenge it next week. So you going Southampton plus one as well? Yeah. Yeah, Burnley v Leicester. Leicester, I read an article this morning how the players hate the way that Pure works. I told everyone, I don't know how many times I had to say it, we had Saints fans saying, oh, he's the greatest manager in the world, why do we let him go, look what he's doing in Leicester. The truth is coming out. The only reason why Leicester are doing well is because they've got players that won the Premier League. They've got top quality players in the likes of Mares and Vardy. And for me, the manager is useless. Burnley... A good side, good at home, keep it solid. I'm going Burnley win. Uh, I'm not too sure where to go here because I had a feeling that Leicester were going to be chasing down the seventh spot, which they still could because it's just so bad up there. I mean, Burnley are massive favourites to get it. And I think if they win this game, they do get it pretty much. Um, Where do you go with this game? Really hard. For me, it's simple, Burnley. But Billy's making it hard. What are you going for, Billy? Um, let's just go for... Um, see, under two and a half goals hasn't been winning with Burnley either lately. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to take Leicester plus one. I think they might wow. be better away. Okay. I think they might be better away from home. So we disagree on that one. Crystal Palace v Brighton next, which the funny thing is, I called it on the last game when it was at Brighton, and you didn't know they were rivals. And I said, they're rivals. I think it's going to be under two and a half. And I think it ended up being, and I said, it might be nil-nil. And it was, I think, nil-nil, if I'm correct. It was nil-nil. So I think on this one, uh, I think Brighton have just done enough about to get safe. Palace at home with Sahar back. I think it'll be under two and a half goals, but I think Sahar will probably get the winner. I'm going to go Palace win. I agree. Could have luck potential there based on the fact that it's um, it's so much more important to one team here than the other. Yeah. Huddersfield, Watford. This is a tough one because Watford don't really have much to play for now, but they've actually got some good players and have performed well at different parts of the season. Huddersfield have not been great over the last few months, but they need to win more. I don't want them to win. I, I'm desperate here for, for them not to win. Even a draw wouldn't be the worst result for, for Saints. But I, I feel I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go for a Huddersfield win here. Um, I'm going to take under two and a half goals here. Um, yeah, I can see it I being that potentially think- as well. It'll be a tight game. Yeah, I think somebody can win one nil here. Yeah. Swansea v Everton. Everton, I still... They've got some good players in there, but something's still just not 100% right with Allardyce in charge. Swansea, des, uh, you know, Swansea still need another couple of results, I feel. I think they might get it here, which I don't want. I, I pray Everton get a result here, but I'm going to go Swansea to win this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Swansea draw no bet. I think Swansea do... End up getting out of it. I think it's between Huddersfield and Southampton. I think Stoke and West Brom are gone. Um, so, yeah, I think Swansea have to pick up the results again. I mean, they've done 70% of the job in the first in the first couple of months of the new manager taking charge. They were unbelievable in uh, January, February. And um, they need to finish it off here. They need to get just a couple more wins. Right. have to be looking at this one as one of them. I, I, I just pray Watford and Everton get results. Liverpool v Bournemouth. Liverpool, this is an odd one because Liverpool obviously clear favourites and they should be, but they don't really have anything to play anymore. I think they may rest 
their big players for this game. Bournemouth probably still needs something before the end of the year, just, just to make sure. So I think they'll still want to get a result here. So for me, Liverpool will probably win, but you obviously can't just put a Liverpool win. So I'm just going to put both teams to score in this one. Um, I think Liverpool will need to just deal with their business this week, which is winning against Bournemouth at home and winning against West Brom away. And then they can, the two very easy games, and then they can not think about the league anymore. Can think about put wrapping Salah up and and, give, and bringing on some other people. But I think they need six points this week. Um, I think Liverpool minus one is what I'll take here. Okay. Um, and then I'll probably take the same next weekend. Spurs v Man City. Now this is this is an interesting one. Now I actually I fancy Spurs in this one. I'm going to go Spurs plus one. I think City. There's something something wrong there now, um, and so I'm going Spurs plus one. Something wrong is that they played. They got a lot of easy wins where people were the teams in the bottom half were saying. Apart from there was a couple of rare instances like Southampton and a few others. But most of the teams thought, fuck it. I remember the Bournemouth team one week and it was like six first team was out because they were looking at the six pointer they had coming up in the middle of the week. It was really fucking pissing me off because they weren't doing that for us because for some reason we had more of a beatability factor and the press put this tag on City, which I couldn't, I couldn't see because historically this club are a piece of shit and they always do what they've done now. And it was only a matter of time before it happened. They were never going to win the Champions League. I would have put everything I owned on it. They and, they could have and, done if they kept plays fit and every. But they just didn't. They didn't have. I think not at all. Uh, uh, James, they've lost five one on aggregate. They haven't lost four three. They were absolutely destroyed. I mean, they, they just got out coached. I think yeah, it's week, also the defence. I mean having Fabian Delph as your left back, I don't see how you can win a Champions League with Fabian best, Delph as your left back. They've come across the best two managers in the league and in the, in the last three games and the best two managers in the league destroyed. No, Pochettino's and, the best manager now, in the league. And now they come up and now they come up against the third best manager in the league and he's still better than Guardiola and he'll beat them as well. Um So you're going I, I, what are you going? Spurs or Spurs plus one? Spurs draw no better, I'll go in the middle. Okay. Uh Newcastle v Arsenal do you know what? I wonder I if they're going to win the league. They still need. They still need. They still need four points to win the league. Wonder if they'll get it. They got six games left. Oh yeah, they'll win the league still. But Newcastle v Arsenal is a really difficult one to call because Arsenal actually aren't in the worst form. If you actually look at it, they're in really good form. Arsenal. <laughs> How did they get on today? In the end, I didn't look. Well, it looked like they were going to go out because they were losing two nil, and a three nil would have put CSK through because Arsenal won the first leg. 4-1 and then they ended up getting a, a two-all like they just caught um, CSK going for that third goal and they ended up getting a two-all draw so they still have now they're still on a run where they haven't lost for a while yeah and Newcastle are safe now so this is one that I just I can't call I uh, oh what are you going for um I take Arsenal here uh at 6-4 just because it seems like this is all that they, they have to they have to finish as high as they possibly can. They can't drop to seventh. Like Burnley are right behind them now. And I think there could be an exchange of results this week where Burnley don't win and Arsenal do. And I mean that has to happen at some point. Otherwise, we will be looking at Burnley 
creeping into sixth. I, I just can't see... Newcastle in a great run of form. Arsenal in a great run of form. It's a hard place to go to. I don't see Arsenal winning 2-3-0. It'll be something like 2-1 to Arsenal if they do win. So I'm going to go both teams to score in that one. Man United v West Brom. This is a really simple one for me. Man United minus one. They'll win this probably by more than one goal. Even though Mourinho is the most defensive man in the world, uh, I feel as though you'll, you'll definitely win this by more than one goal. West Ham, West Brom are awful. Yeah, I'm surprised this game's on TV, but um, yeah, I mean, coming off, we'll, we'll need to win this. Be interesting to see what we do on Wednesday uh, for the Bournemouth game because it's, it's coming up right before the cup semi. Um, I don't think there's much danger that we don't we don't finish second or even how important that is. I think we're the only ones talking about second more so than anyone else. So maybe it is important um, to win the the win the mini league of the other teams because City were just given the title by unprofessional premiership teams this season but, um, but um, Man United did not deserve to win the league this year no way did Man United even if he took Man you took Man City out point, of it the point I was making throughout was that we're already like it didn't even take six months I said categorically in six months City will just be the team that won the Premier League in the 2017-18 season and that will be it they won the cup and, as well yeah, they did, but they say they did that in 2013 and 14 as well. No one, no one remembers. But the thing is, is that I said that would already be the case, and we're not stupid enough to we we. And I think for us, we really will need to start next season before we actually say, "I told you." So I'm not going to say it. But the thing is, is that people are doing it for me. Like the sheep, are, the sheep, and and are, are all going that way. The people are jumping off the bandwagon like while the car's still moving. Like. It, it, it's already happening. People are already writing them off. People saying, "Oh yeah, they weren't that great after all." I told you that. I, I, they were just—they were just the team that won the league. Someone wins it every year. Chelsea looked as good as they did. Like Chelsea, in fact, are better because they went on their run the other way. Chelsea started last season with two losses, including one where they got dismantled by Arsenal. After that, they only lost like one more game. They were just unbelievable when they got their shit together. But but Chelsea, Man City haven't done that. They just. They've run out of gas, or they've, they've been found out. And I, at the start, we love your when, hatred towards Man City. Season, we love it. It's when funny. When season starts, the fear is not going to be there because the blueprint was there. And I think now, um, when next season starts, they'll struggle. They definitely. Won't Do you know have what will be really interesting start. is who is favourite to win the league next year when the season starts? Because it'll be sitting. Yeah, I know, but I'm more worried about Liverpool. I was going to say, the team that I would lead, obviously it all depends what happens in the summer, but if you actually look at Liverpool, I think Van Dijk with a summer there, he's one of the best defenders in the world. Uh, If Liverpool, Liverpool of of last season, they're they're still beating Man City, but they're not winning 3-0. And the difference between winning 3-0, if they'd won 3-1, for example, which... You know, which, which you would have bet your house on both teams to score in a Liverpool Man yeah. City game, and going three one up, go, going through, taking it three one, and then Man City score that one nil goal in that first, in that second leg. It's then three two on aggregate, and Man City only need one more goal to win. Do you, do you, I, I, I thought Van Dijk could be the missing link. He's that good, and I honestly feel as though. Liverpool next. I think they need a keeper. They need a top class keeper, and they need one or two more players. But they aren't. They are not far away. For me, they've got a better centre back than what Man City have got, for example, in Van Dijk. It's going to depend how what what kind if Naby Keita uh, from comes from the Bundesliga and he does 
sit in front of that back four and do. Obviously, he's going to. Jordan Jordan Henderson's a liability, so Cater's got to come in and be twice the player he is. And if he is, they're already much better. Yeah, with Cater and a goalkeeper, and I think the whole thing of like, oh, we need a striker, we need a striker. I think people just need to accept that they played a false nine, and Germany have been doing it for decades. Spain so did it, one World Cups of it bad. and stuff. Yeah, it's. So name me a great German striker from the last 20 years. I mean, you, you'll only be able well, to... Well, Klose obviously closer. scored a lot, Muller and things. But, but, but yeah, he's never not... been at a big club, so he wasn't that great. He's a yeah. great team. Like, so you can do it like without... this. You can do it with the striker that interchange and, and drop backs and let and lets people... You know, uh, well, that, the wingers you, get, get it more works well because you've got Salah and Mane that when he goes into their spaces, they will be sprinting to get into that space. So it works well. It's very similar to like how Barcelona have worked. This, exactly, this is the template that's been set by Real Madrid, who've won the Champions League for the last two years. Karen Benzema is not an out-and-out striker, and he's not a great finisher either. But he works hard as a nine and lets the wingers get forward. So it's it has worked for a while. I mean, it's just modern-day. Some people seem to do it completely differently. We're very reliant on Lukaku... Um, to, to, to score our goals and, and we will be the team that have an out-and-out out striker Juventus have Higuain there's loads of teams that, that do do it the other way but Liverpool don't do it that way it's just a completely different team so I'm all anyway <laughs> off on our tangent as usual even with your bad throat West Ham v Stoke for me I think this could be when Stoke are essentially sent down I think West Ham have uh, have looked good they look good against us and they look like they've got a bit of fight about them again now so I'm going to go West Ham yeah, I, I'm i going to reluctantly take West Ham just because it seems like it's really hard to take people out of the conversation in this relegation fight. Like you can take Palace out, they drop back in. Um, you know, you, you, at times you take Huddersfield out and they thankfully they've come back in. Um, at the moment now, it looks very much like between Southampton and Huddersfield and West Ham and Swansea seem to be getting out. But, they'll, you know, Stoke could win. This weekend go back is massive. Are you going West Ham to win this, yeah? Young West Ham win this because we've had a lot of yo-yoing about, and I think if West Ham win, we get a much clearer picture, and then we can finally say yes, two are down, and it's between these three. Yeah, the fact, I, think, I think this weekend we will. I think teams will either separate themselves, or I mean, if put it this way, Watford win, Everton win, and Stoke win, and Southampton get a result as well, then. It's completely <laughs> wide open. What could happen is Saints lose, Huddersfield win, Swansea win, West Ham win, uh, and then it's looking really dodgy for the for Southampton. Uh, Stoke look completely down. So yeah, this this is absolutely massive. We've still got to play Swansea at their place. So as long as we're within three points of Swansea going into that game, then I would take that. All right. So what? Based on our fantasy board this week, we now have to do these four games. But so next week, we'll have a very, very short show to do because it's only going to be the teams that aren't involved with FA Cup teams. Are so, we going to? So essentially, I think we should do our lock dog parlay on what we've done, and then we'll just do a little added bonus of those extra four games. Yeah. So what the one thing I'm going to do the four games because I want you to know that you must try and double up on the on the players that are in the next set of games. Yes. Brighton Spurs, Bournemouth, Man United, Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester, Southampton. I've um, done a, um, I've done the, uh, what do you call it, when you swap the whole team round. Don't know why I've forgotten the name. The wild card or yeah. the free hit? No, 
the not the wild card, the free hit. Yeah, the free hit. I've done the free hit this week. Okay. But if you haven't done triple captain, do that. If you haven't done team bench, exactly. Just choose all the players that are in the other four. We'll do that in a sec. Let's just do our lock dog parlay on the normal round of fixtures then. I'm doing lock Man United minus one. I've got the same as you. Dog Spurs. I've got the same as you. (laughs) Parlay Man United, Palace and West Ham. Oh, I've got something different there. Um, I've got um, Man United minus one again, which comes onto the parlay. Uh, Crystal Palace and Liverpool. Ah, so you've just gone Liverpool instead of West Ham. I've got a funny feeling there is a possibility Bournemouth could get a point. So uh, I, I, I left that one off. Uh, we've got Brighton v Spurs. Obviously, this is all dependent on what happens on the first games. So everything will completely change. But more than... I mean, what? They're playing Saturday and then Tuesday... Spurs might have, if they've got a, a victory against Man City and they put a lot into it, they might rest a few players. But I still feel even if they rest a few players, they Brighton probably will be safe anyway. So I'm going to go probably a narrow Spurs win in that one. Yeah, I'm going to take Tottenham as well. I think what Tottenham would want to deal with their bit. I mean, they've got the gap on Chelsea, but it's not huge. Um, I, I just wonder how many Tottenham players play here, but I still think that even if they do go with some of the second string, they'll be able to be able to win. I don't actually know who they now consider as, I mean, because before the start of the season, you'd be looking at Ali as someone you'd rest, but now I'd be think I'd wrap up song. I think songs more songs in the team before Ali. Do you not think? I tell you what, I saw a stat the other day about Ali and people don't rate him that much, but it had a stat of the first 100 games or whatever it was, and it had his stats, the Gerard, Beckham, Lampard. His stats were far better than all of them. Yeah, but can you imagine how where they would be if he hadn't had this very average season because he was on course to be to blow those away? I saw that as well. I'm just, I'm just saying that... I'm not having a knock at Ali. I'm just saying that I would think Song... Son is, so is in good. form. I think Son's one of those players that he... Ali's very similar, actually. They're both very streaky. So I think Son is in better form at the moment. And he... he Spurs are, what, two world-class players away from winning the league? But the thing is with Spurs is they won't go out and sign those two world-class players. They will hope a player comes through or, or sign them relatively cheap and hope they're good. So Spurs could be lucky one season and they've got themselves in a great spot where they are a bit of luck away from doing it, but more than likely they'll always be those two players away. Uh, who we got next? Bournemouth we got Man United. United. I, I expect, I, I've put Lukaku as my captain this week. I expect... Man it's United. funny here, the Premier League have got Chelsea and Southampton playing on the same day, but they're giving Tottenham an extra day's rest over us. It's really unfair. We've got Bournemouth and Man United. I think that um, oh, we're playing on the Thursday. I mean, it's just... Exactly. We're well, I suppose Spurs get an extra day's rest over you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, the fact that we're in a relegation battle and we've got to play Thursday and Sunday is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's going to be a massive disadvantage because Chelsea have got nothing to play for. Yeah. Exactly. But looking at Bournemouth Man United, I'm just, I think Man United win probably this game. Uh, it'll be a tough game for them, Bournemouth at home. Bournemouth probably 
I mean, you never know. How many points have they got? That's the only thing. I think they've easily got enough now, but I'll just take yeah. a look. I'm, I'm going to go both teams to score just because I think in this game we'll see uh, Victor Lindelof and a couple of other people coming in. Um, we're definitely not going to see the full United yeah, team here safe, before the so first I, I, do you know what? I, I think there's less pressure on them, so they'll probably score. Yeah, so I think both teams to score is a good bet on that one because there's no pressure on them. They're more than likely going to go out and just try and put a performance up. Even, even with players rested, like you're going to see, you might see Rashford playing centre forward. You'll see Martial out wide. Um, I mean, it's more at the back that I'm worried where you're going to see Luke Shaw and Lindelof playing and, and those pe- those kind of people. But still, I mean... Rumour is you're gonna... interested in Bertrand at left back. Oh, do you know what? He's definitely good enough. He's a great, great player. I would love Luke Shaw back, though. I think he'd be more hungry for us than what Bertrand is. So, for me, I'd, I'd love I'd love that swap. I think we should just have stick with what we have and try and with Ashley Young for another season. And in the meantime, buy Sessegnon at Fulham. Just pay the £40 million or whatever. And in the next and season... And then stick him out on loan. <laughs> no, I just keep him there. Just keep him there to play cup games and that. And the season after, he'll be ready. Yeah, not I a bad shout. Um, right, Burnley v Chelsea next. Chelsea are going to be all about the cup final. Burnley, if they get that win against Leicester, which I think they will, and Arsenal slip up, they'll be they'll be sniffing something. So, I fancy Burnley plus one in that one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm almost tempted privately to take Burnley at three to one, the massive underdog. These things, games are priced up very oddly in advance. You're just looking at you're betting on names here and the logic of Chelsea wanting absolutely nothing to do with this game. Uh, three hours out of London. That's why these are the type of games where you can make serious money. Because if you are on it and you wait for that team sheet and you just stick the money on straight away as soon as the team sheet comes out. I know. I remember once Southampton played Chelsea and they had nothing to play for in the league and I think they had a cup game coming up or whatever. At the stadium, they print out the odds before the team sheets or anything comes out, and they can't change them. And I still remember Chelsea put out the second stream against us, but the odds were as if Chelsea put out their first team. And I remember there was uh, a gentleman, um, I think he was a, a gypsy that had a lot of cash available, and he'd go along every week, and he'd often, if he thought Saints would win, he'd stick a grand cash on it. And I think he stuck three grand on Saints winning that day. And he, he came in. Um, so, yeah, that's always something to, to, to think about and look at is if Chelsea have put their second string out in that game purely for the cup final, stick your money on Burnley. So this is a very important week for Southampton. Southampton's game is next now. So you've got a cup semi and these two... We lose both of games. these games, we're down. So yeah. I think it's possible we could take four points from these. Um if, if you told me now we're going to have three points, I'd snap your hand off. I think if we get three points from these two games, I think we would have enough confidence to go on and stay up. I'm not bothered about the Cup semi-final. That's a bonus. For me, it's about staying in the Premier League. So for me, get a point against Chelsea. Even get a point against Leicester or beat Leicester. To be honest, it's, it's points that we need. So I'd prefer to, to get a win in one and lose the other. And then the cup, the cup semi-final, no pressure on us or two. It's just completely, let's go out and enjoy ourselves. I play our best possible team in both and just see who's fit for the Sunday. Don't even think about it. 
And I'm actually going to go Saints to win it. I think we're going to beat Leicester. I actually do. Um, I'm going to take Southampton plus one. I, use, I mean, I don't know if they'll win this game, but I don't. I know they, they don't want to lose their old manager. Um, so yeah, I would think that. I can almost see this being Nick being goalless. So like a Thursday game that Leicester don't really want, and Southampton don't want to lose. I think Southampton are still in are still in good shape if they just come out of the week with two points. Because that's just how this relegation depends on the other results. So we'll just have to see what happens with the other results, and I think that will play a small part in what happens. Because I think if if everyone if we lose to Chelsea and everyone else wins lots of games, and then we have to go into this game and win it. Whereas if other teams drop points and we've already got a point against Chelsea, then I think we go away with a point and it wouldn't be too bad. I think the more more important thing is for you guys is the hardest to don't win on Saturday against Watford. Yeah. That's the thing. This is what same is exactly the same process when you're in a promotion battle. It's not actually your results that are, are, are the the massive thing with it with with a promotion and relegation battle. It's what your the opposition is doing. So if an opposition loses and you get a point, you've got a point. But if you get a point and the opposition gets three points, you've lost two points. So it's all dependent on what the opposition does. And I think this game in hand will will and I think they'll chooses an intelligent guy he'll work out where he can get fixtures where he can get points and i think if if we get a point and huddersfield lose he'll go into this game knowing a point could be massive but once again if huddersfield have got three points we have to beat leicester yeah it's hard to it's still hard to see southampton get into 38 it's just going to be dependent upon if 38 is a I, I think world. 36 is is the aim for me and what are we on now that would mean that that would mean Huddersfield only pick up four points in the last five games. Yeah, I mean that's looking at it. You've got, I mean, if we actually work out how many points Huddersfield are going to get, I think they'll. I keep, get I keep points. telling you, James. I keep saying to you, like something weird you have to look out for, which I don't think other Southampton fans are really thinking about. Arsenal one got through tonight. I think it would have been beneficial for you if they didn't, because the more Arsenal keep getting through, the more likely you're going to see absolutely no team on the final day at Huddersfield. I think Huddersfield could get another six points, is what I'm looking at. Huddersfield could beat Watford, and Huddersfield Huddersfield will beat Arsenal's second team on the last day. If Arsenal gets to the Europa League final... We could be playing against Man City, who... I mean, Swansea, the other team which we're playing against. So, if Swansea beat Everton... That could, I think they will. That's three points. Away to Man City, they won't get anything. Then they're at home to Chelsea. Hopefully don't get anything. I mean, that's a tough one. Then they're playing us. And then last game of the season, they've got Stoke, which could be down. So the problem is, is they've probably won their last game. This is where it gets a bit complicated because we actually probably, we could potentially want Stoke to get points so that they're in touching distance. So they want to win the last game of the year. It's, it's it's gonna, I, if I was a Southampton fan, it's so weird that I, I would, but my mentality tomorrow would be, I hope Arsenal draw Atletico Madrid, because Arsenal will beat Marseille and Salzburg, and then they will have a, fi- a cup final um, coming up a few days, um, a few days around the uh, the Huddersfield game. I the think we'll beat Bournemouth at home. I think we've got three points there. I think we. We'd probably, I think, if, it, if we had to, we could go to Swansea and get a result. So we've got six points. 
So well, it's... next week we next week we've only got four games to do, so we'll talk about it more there. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll know a lot more, and we'll talk about the relegation. Relegation. We don't we don't really do full on like relegation shows, so. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, I think we'll know a lot more then, so we'll talk about it then. Right, cheers, Billy. Thanks for for letting us hear your sexy voice. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.